2022 is almost a wrap. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about how to strategically and intentionally end your year well so that you are in an even better place for your early childhood business as an owner or manager stepping into 2023. Before making any plans ahead, you need to evaluate what worked and what didn't. You will look at your successes and failures. Whether you hit your goals or not, you need to look back. It's important to not get caught up in the shoulda, coulda, wouldas of the past year. This past year is filled with information, and looking back will give you space to uncover it. Too often in life, we are so busy getting all the things done that we breeze past reflection. But no matter what the year brought, celebrating wins, no matter how small, and analyzing setbacks makes us more likely to achieve more in the future. The simple practice of putting pencil to paper with a little focused time is the first step in achieving those 2023 goals. Kelly Peak. I've spent the past 26 years growing multiple million dollar early childhood businesses. I'm here to help you navigate both the messy and magical seasons of your early childhood business with simple, actionable strategies. It is my goal to make your life a little easier working with our most prized possessions in life. If you're ready to control the chaos, ditch the exhausting overwhelm, and keep the joy, then be sure to join us at kellypeak.com. And welcome to the Early Childhood Business Made Easy podcast. This is Kelly Peak, your host. And today we are talking all about planning. As many of us know, with December here, that means snowmen, holiday cookies, and plenty of chaos in order to fulfill our goal every year to make this time of year magical for those we love and those we serve. But it's also only 30 days away from the start of a brand new year. Setting aside a little focus time during the holiday chaos will create a magical year for you and your early childhood business. So 2023, it is just around the corner, but in order to fly forward, we must look back. How did you do in 2022? What were your wins in 2022? Did you struggle in 2022? I know you had lots of fires to deal with. We work with kids. But what I'm getting at is what were the big things? Hiring was difficult for all of us. How about your team? Because of the hiring issues, did you find some amazing team culture success and strategies? Because we had to depend on one another like unlike any other year. How about your enrollment? With so many businesses closing due to the pandemic, were you fighting to keep up? Or did the chaos take over and you couldn't seem to get out of the day-to-day muck to focus on any meaningful marketing? This is the time of year that most business owners and managers start thinking about goals for the next year, which is exactly what we need to do to grow. But before you can really begin to plan your next year's goals, you need to close out the year you're in. The only way you grow in the next year is to end your current year well and do an end of year review. To plan goals that match your long-term plan, you have to sit down and determine what worked and what didn't in the current year. So today on the Early Childhood Business Made Easy podcast, we're discussing what your end of year review process would look like and uncovering what really matters to set you up for success in the new year. By spending a little time on looking back with a year-end review, you will be able to do three things. Number one, use your year-end review strategy to plan a fabulous new year. Number two, decide what you want when it comes to a lifestyle with more time and freedom. And number three, set yourself up for success in the new year with more clarity. 
It's the end of the year, and it feels like everyone is talking about annual planning, uh, myself included. For those of us who love a good plan, December and January, will they bring about color-coded markers, sticky notes, fresh new planners, and a revitalized look at the year ahead. But if the pandemic has taught us anything, it's that best-made plans are wasted if we don't have flexibility built in, which is why I'm actually not a huge fan of annual goal planning. I prefer quarterly. Now, we will go into more detail about annual and quarterly planning in next week's Early Childhood Business Made Easy podcast episode. So looking back at the past year, I honestly can't believe so much was packed into 365 days. Between personal and business, it's a year I am so proud of and exhausted by all at the same time. It was a wonderful year of memories for our family with both ups and downs for our business. And I hope the same for you, that you may have had ups and downs, but you look back feeling like it was a good year and you grew from it. Now, on the business side, I started doing all of the things, managing the boutique preschools, the play cafe, online preschool curriculum, designing a new preschool curriculum for Highlights Magazine, and so much more. Controlling the chaos, well, that was an understatement. But I am ending the year with a very clear focus on just what I want and where my time will go. I am really, really excited about this. And it's one of the reasons I feel energized about the new year. I am committed to living a time freedom lifestyle this next year. And that means focusing my time and having the freedom to choose where I put my time with my family, my friends, and at work on the things I truly enjoy. Now on the personal side of things, our life did change a bit as well in September. Who would have thought sending two kiddos off to college would feel so happy and sad at the same time? And with one still at home, things are definitely quieter and have allowed more time for personal growth. Now, I love systems and planning. One of my favorite things about December, um, outside of watching Hallmark Channel Christmas movies and drinking lots of bubbles, anyone else, wink, wink, is doing my year-end business review. Now, my overarching themes that I uncovered about the past year are three things. Being a mom and an early childhood business owner or manager is really, really hard, but it's also really, really worth it. Number two, I want to be the visionary leading my business, not merely managing it. And this includes managers who don't necessarily own the business. You too can be leading your business as a CEO, confident early childhood operator, and not just managing it. Number three, I have come to realize I do not have to do it all. And in fact, I really don't want to anymore. And I have learned tips and tricks and strategies to do it without spending a ton of money. Now, when you do an end of your business review yourself, you're going to be be able to overcome your overarching themes, things that are super important to you. And you're going to be able to adequately assess what's worked and what didn't. You're going to be able to take an outside perspective on your business and your, your life because you're seeing the data and you're feeling the emotions. You're seeing things in black and white. And you're also evaluating the feelings as well as the emotions. So when you're doing an end of your business review, I want you to understand that you're going to be assessing two things, facts and feelings. Now, facts and feelings are very different, but they're both so important. Facts are those black and white details. You know, the ones that tell you things like, what was your revenue? How many families did you serve? Enrollment, parties, facts show you exactly what was happening. 
Now, feelings under the other, on the other hand, those are how you're doing as a CEO, a confident early childhood operator. As a CEO of an early childhood business, there are a lot of feelings, a lot of emotions. You are working with other people's most prized possessions in life, with team members who are more passionate about what they do, but deserve to be paid more than what society has decided is the adequate amount for working with children. When doing an end-of-year-business review, we need to weigh feelings alongside of facts together, especially if you're wanting to live more of a time-freedom lifestyle. Now, to help you and your year well, we're going to talk about the key areas that you're going to be assessing when ending your year so you can start the new year with more time and freedom as you operate your profitable early childhood business. So one of the first questions that is always asked is when should your review happen? Now, the key here is that you should use your current year and it should be before setting any goals for the next year. It's important to make note of the business themes, wins and losses before jumping ahead to the new goals in the new year. Now, ideally this is December, but January works too. Don't stress over when as much as as just get it done. Now, ideally block off one full day to analyze your current year. And it may not take a whole day. It may take a few hours. It just depends on your planning style and how your year is gone. Now, I have an entire end of year process in our Time Freedom Lifestyle Planner that I complete every December before setting goals for the next year. You can learn more about our planner and our process at kellypeak.com. Now, let's dive into the end of year review process. Number one, you're going to use a year-end review strategy to plan a fabulous new year. But before making any plans ahead, you need to evaluate what worked and what didn't. You will look at your successes and your failures. Whether you hit your goals or not, you need to look back. It's important to not get caught up in the shoulda, coulda, woulda for the past year, like we mentioned, because your past year is filled with so much information. And looking back will give you space to uncover it. Because we are focused on operating our early childhood businesses with more time and freedom, it's important to take a self-assessment. Look at things like your family, your friends, spirituality, if that's important to you, health and fitness, recreation, if that's something you enjoy, and more. All of this in addition to finances, growth, and business goals. Look at all areas of your life and assess what is working and what isn't. What do you want to take with you into the new year? And what is going in the trash? You're going to look at gratitude and abundance. Even failures can create a sense of gratitude. One of my earliest failures was signing a lease for a space that was way too big. It was a failure that I have the most gratitude for. It taught me that I cannot do it all. And I learned I have to trust my team or I will not make it in this business. I found that abundance comes when you let go and believe in others as well as yourself. Okay, the next step, decide what you want when it comes to operating a profitable EC business with a lifestyle that has more time and freedom. This takes the self-assessment a little farther. You know what is important to you, but what do you really want? What values are important to you? How do you want to serve others in your business? What is your dream life, your dream business? If you could have anything you want in life, in your career or business, your family, your love life, health or finances, what would it be? Now hold on to that image. 
Now, if there's any area of your life that's not how you imagined it, guess what? You can change it. When you're willing to face what's not working, you're already on the path to victory. So when you clarify your dreams and you define what you want, you are going to start getting results. So to help you brainstorm your very own vision for a time freedom lifestyle, we've created a resource to help you. You can find this vision board worksheet at kellybeak.com where this podcast episode info is located. Okay, number three, you're going to set yourself up for success in the new year with more clarity. In this end of your business review, you are assessing things that will help you uncover what matters so you can not only plan for the new year, but you can find more time and freedom in the new year because of that plan. This is what will give you more clarity to lead your team and live your life with more joy and less overwhelm. I can't stress enough, if you take a little time right now to assess some of these big areas, you will absolutely be more strategic in stepping into the new year. When things happen out of your control, you can always tweak things based on what you were able to uncover in this end of year business review because you've identified what matters, what you want and where you want to go. With this clarity, you can keep charging forward into the new year where you will be able to lead better and stronger because of it. And no matter what the year throws at you, no matter what curves come up, you know what you want, you know the big picture. So when you have to make new decisions, you have a home base to make them from. The year is coming to an end and I hope it's been all you hope for and more. I have a feeling you've accomplished a lot more than maybe you've expected. I've been told time and time again, there is some kind of magic in this process, a sprinkling of fairy dust I like to call focus. And I have no doubt that year has looked differently than planned in good ways and bad and probably unexpected ways. Now is the time to reflect on it. After it's all said and done, I hope the intentions you set for the year came to be and the outcomes you hoped for in one way or another happened. Too often in life, we are so busy getting all the things done that we breeze past reflection. But no matter what the year brought, celebrating wins, no matter how small, and analyzing setbacks makes us more likely to achieve in the future. The simple practice of putting pencil to paper and taking count is creating pathways in your brain that increase resilience and perseverance. So next week on the Early Childhood Business Made Easy podcast, we will dive into that new year planning in more detail, set annual plans, quarterly goals, and find more joy throughout the year by living a time freedom lifestyle. And in this podcast, I've shared some strategies about conducting your own end of year review. Chances are you might have more questions relating to assessing your year. So I wanted to remind you about that vision board worksheet resource I put together that you can find at kellypeak.com. Now, we hope this episode brought you a fresh new perspective on the importance of putting in a little time and effort for a bigger payoff in the end. When you spend a little time assessing your current current year, you are nurturing yourself and your business. You will be spending less time on small details and daily tasks. You can spend more time doing the things you truly enjoy, focusing on the things that really matter to you, your top priorities, your key relationships, your most important projects, all the things that will bring you more joy and your business more success. Now, today I'm highlighting another new product in our shop, the Work Life Strategic Planning Bundle. And I'm so excited about this exclusive planner and the trainings that go along with it. I want you to feel confident about planning out your 
new new year your new year so what better way than to plan alongside me together we'll go through the process of planning your new year so that you can feel confident about reaching your goals and having time off to enjoy your family friends and life outside of the office what i call a time freedom lifestyle I truly believe that when you plan with strategy and intent, you are bound to have an even better year. So take care and have a great week. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. Are you ready to take your early childhood business to the next level? Then head over to kellypeak.com to join a community of other early childhood professionals who are ditching the chaos and the overwhelm and creating a business they love. I can't wait to see you there. Bye for now.